Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808. And today we have a very special guest on board. It's the man who's no longer human status. He's supreme being on a whole <laughs> different site. You can't see what he's seeing. And if you think his shit is a joke, he don't do well with the parodist. He'll go clap them all and then go talk about it with his therapist. They ask him what he's smoking on because his shit is reeking. And no, he didn't shoot the sheriff, but he did pop the deacon. <laughs> his shit oh, too hot. <laughs> Bro, he's all you he's shit too hard to calibrate this man can't help be thuggish but through the thuggish he educate ladies and gentlemen please welcome the thuggish mutineer himself memphis rapper luca is in the hot seat how are you doing my man yo i'm good brother listen man yo that 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 introduction is was was and is insane man so thank you <laughs> i'm glad to be on yo you quoted a lot of bars i had not even thought about in a long time like that deacon <laughs> Yeah, I forgot I said that. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, it man. still rings hard. It still rings hard, man. Appreciate All I'm saying it, is, for people who don't know, this has been in the works for a minute. I've been trying to get you on. I've, I loved your output last year, and uh, I'm just so excited, man, to to hear you like making music. And it's a nineties hip hop podcast as well as just a hip hop podcast. So today you picked an album to talk about as well, and it's Nas's classic second album, 1996's. It was written. We're going to dig in, but. Luke Luca, it's your, it's your first time on. I've got to ask you, ask everyone who steps in, what is the least hip-hop thing you've done in the last 24 hours, my man? Man, um, I guess watch, watch the playoffs. Okay. Um, watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching the Grizzlies last night. Put in work. <laughs> Don't watch KD after this, man. You know what I mean? So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. I'm trying to think of something more crazy, but... I mean, shit, I cooked for the family. That's not, I mean, in a way, that's hip hop, though. That is hip hop. You know I mean? Taking care of the family. You know what I'm saying? Ray so, called the chef, every, doing it up. Listen, everything is hip hop. So it's like when you're hip hop, everything is hip hop. You wake up, you breathe hip hop, you sleep hip hop. When you read a book that has nothing to do with hip hop, it's still about hip hop because you're educating yourself. And that's what hip hop is, man. You learn from it. You know what I'm saying? So everything is hip hop. Bro, basketball is now hip hop. Shout out to Allen Iverson for bringing that to the league. Exactly, AI. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, yeah, bro. Yeah. You have made that statement, and now we know what we're going into. Everything is. This is exactly what we're about, man. Everything is, and this is the beauty of having an artist now. Who you're a newer artist. We talk a lot to older heads. Like so we have some goats on, but what I love to hear is the love for this kind of golden era from newer voices so you being on right now i need to ask you first off the bat what is it about it was written that made you go actually you know i want to i have a moment now to talk about an album that's the album i want to talk about man Nas is my favorite rapper man that was my that's my favorite album by him it was a good follow-up to illmatic it was the perfect follow-up to illmatic it showed his growth mm -hmm. and where he his writing ability just got to me got sharper a lot of people say it was sharp on Illmatic and no doubt it was sharp. It was one of the sharpest, if not the sharpest back then, but something about it was written. It was just like, all right, now he's seeing he's like done status. You know what I'm saying? He kind of finding a way to take Illmatic and elevate it on some flyer mafioso shit. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. yeah, man, it was, it was between that and the two other albums, man. Cause like Scarface is my second favorite rapper. So I just, 
end up going with the first favorite rapper and my favorite album by him. So I feel you. I feel you. Because it was written, you're right, it is a different beast compared to Illmatic. Illmatic is some of the most quotable shit, but man, you listen to it, it was written, right? And I've listened back to it to, even today. Like, how about I've lived with this album for 20 odd years, like 30 almost years. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. And you think like, damn, I, I don't know if there's many more like, you You could write this in stone as one of the best lyrical displays in hip hop generally. And he's following up yes. Illmatic, which is already one. And yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Man, that album from top to bottom, just like Illmatic. Um, so during this conversation, I'm gonna always go back to Illmatic because Illmatic is the the foundation. You know what I mean? Um, it's a perfect foundation. But it was written to me, man. It was just like he on Illmatic. He was telling New York stories, like from the project window. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. On it was written. I felt like. He was actually off the porch in the streets maneuvering it himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So really like, really like giving serious experiences that he might have, you know what I mean, went through. Even though he was doing that on Illmatic, it was still through the project window. Mm. He was basically like just manipulating the characters and everything he saw. But on the second album, it's like, yo, he was like, man, I'm here. I'm in this. Like mm -hmm. what I was talking about on Illmatic. This is what I went through going through all of that. Yeah. So, I yeah. love that. The outsider perspective, then playing the main guy in the actual mm -hmm. like character. The fact that me and you from different worlds could combine over this music. For me, I hear you, the kind of genesis of just why I love people like you through this album. Because Nas yeah. crams so much into so like the he's got tippling like triple entendres he's got rhymes within rhymes like you can really analyze that shit and then you also think like he's painting pictures that are like cinema i know people have said this before but it is like cinema man and he, i was, I was yes, gonna, absolutely i was gonna ask you this right because i read this nar said this about his rhyming and he was like yeah it's amazing to write like that complicated stuff but um and it, it but when you actually go to uh, perform, it's a nightmare because you 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 know it's so hard to perform, and that's why he carried loads of hype men with him to kind of help him like keep it on yeah. on the thing. What do you think? To that? How, how do you feel? Because yours is you've got quite complicated rhyming too, man. Yeah. Um, so the hype man is understandable. I mean that that's hip hop having a hype man. So I don't I don't look at Nas different for having a hype man and having somebody punch in. Mm. where he has to take a breath, man. I mean, the people who come in to see it, they know what they're in for. They know what kind of rapper this is. Mm -hmm. It might really be physically impossible to spit all of that and not have to take a big <laughs> breath, man. Trust me, I know, man. So, uh, unfortunately, man, I, I don't like hype bands. Mm -hmm. So, I just push through it, man. Like, I, I enjoy the fuck-ups and the breaths. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. sometimes... Even when I take a breath, I might, and I might, like, okay, I'm tired of rapping this fast. Let me freestyle. The crowd goes crazy. You know what I mean? I so, that. like, yeah, so I'm I'm on both sides of the spectrum. A hype man is cool. I started off with a hype man. Uh -huh. And it helped. And it helped. But when you're, like, I'm a big guy. So it's just, like, when I stand on the stage, 
I demand the presence anyway. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. I want to do this on my own. You know what I mean? Stand, yeah. stand ten toes down in the in the mud out here because on stage it's the mud. Now you can get booed at any time, man. So damn, <laughs> yeah, man. Damn. So, yeah, you've had that experience. That's what I'm with. Damn, not yet. Oh, not yet. <laughs> But you, but you were aware of it, but you were aware of it. Yeah. My first time in New York doing shows, it wasn't my first time in New York, but it was my first time in New York doing shows. Mm. I was talking to the homie Sin and he was just like, um, basically just like, man, yeah, man, just do your thing because people do boo out here. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. That shit's real up here. So. I mean, hey, that's how I was back in the I accept the booze, man. It means like, yo, I need to do some more work. Boom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been I've been been pretty cool with not receiving booze. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Damn. I love yeah. that. I love how you make it twist and put it to your advantage, man. That's great. That's like constructive yeah, criticism in the form of booing, man. I feel that. I feel that. Um so if we're talking then, like we're saying there about Nas's rhyming ability, this lyrical display on here, what is it? Could you pinpoint then growing up? I mean, you don't even, you didn't grow up in New York and you have a different kind of soundscape even, I suppose, when you grew up around you. What was it about Nas that kind of stuck out in all those other characters that you were listening to when you were, when you were young? Um, I tell this story all the time. And um, I saw a lot of me and Nas um, like listening to Illmatic, I automatically was like, okay, he's rapping about what he's seen through his project window. He says it in a lot of the rhymes, you know what I mean? Mm. So I could relate to that because before I decided to, you know what I mean, dive in the waters, I would see things from my porch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or from the inside and hear stories and things of that nature. And it was just, he was the first rapper that, I heard that was talking about the things going on in the cesspool, but he want even though he he knew what was going on and he may even play the part in it, but he wanted to be out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was always one of those guys, like, yeah, I might, you know what I'm saying, dive in this real quick, but this ain't what I want to do for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? So it's it's all about elevating, and I got that from Nas's lyrics. And you know what I mean? He was the first rapper, you know what I'm saying? Um, that I could see everything he's actually saying. Mind you, I could see everything Project Patton play a flower saying mm-hmm. because I'm from the city. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's second nature to me. I already know what's going on in South Memphis. I already know what's going on in North Memphis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When Nas would rap, even though he was like coming from a New York standpoint, I felt like it was universal. And I could relate to it in a way. You know what I mean? I know he made it. He said, I made it for the streets of New York, Mm. man. But the best music to me is when you make it for a specific thing and then it becomes about everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of how I fell in love with Nas. I feel that. I feel that. Man, that's amazing. Raymond Ridge, I need to talk to you about your testicles and in particular the hair on your testicles because yes support for crate 808 is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels yes have a listen to that have a listen have a listen this shaver really does run at the speed of life (laughs) 
There we go. For the exhibit heads out there, there you go. It does run at the speed of life. It is. If you look on the camera, it's even got a little light for you there, mate. It's it's Rizza Razor Smooth. It's Rizza Razor Smooth, I would say. And this is what I'm talking to you about today. Ray, where, where do you stand on ball grooming, my friend? It makes me nervous. It makes me nervous a little bit. <laughs> it does. I didn't know I needed it until I had it. Ah. And that really is the sound of electric relaxation. <laughs> stop stop we gotta stop with the, do we have to stop with the puns i don't know maybe people love this well i actually was gonna say to you is it hip-hop to have clean balls and this is the thing i thought and manscapes are great for this they even send you like um stuff to put on top after you've like shaved the balls like you know almost like aftershave for the balls or, or so you have scented scrotums and i thought scented scrotums is the best title for a cool Keith song that hasn't been released yet. So anybody who wants to go out there and make that track, please let us know. And also go out there and cop yourself one of these because the experience for any rap heads out there who like to walk, you know, with confidence and a little bit differently, just like a hip hop backpacker uniform, you've got Timberlands, right? You've got Carhartt jackets, you've got fisherman hats. But now I do think we need to put clean shaven balls into the mix. Where are you with that? No, no, I agree completely. My opinion, you got to look after the twins so you can live that glamour life. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I heard this used by um, Easy Dick and the Jackoff Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Easy Dick and the Jackoff. Keep bringing them. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. We've got an exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code CRATE808 at manscaped.com. Get your 20% off and big yourselves up. Ray, I'm glad you've got clean balls and I'm glad you've got the knowledge now to get those clean balls because hip-hop's fifth pillar is knowledge. So thank you, Manscaped, for letting us know that we do all need to go out there and have clean balls. Thanks to, thanks to Manscaped. It really does look like OPP. With the Nas thing then, who, who introduced you to this album? All right, so I call myself being a rapper. I started rapping when I was like eight. Now, mind you, I knew my uncle was a serious dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to spitting, he's a he's a product of Nas and Rakim. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, one day I decided to, to rap something to him, and, and he told me that shit was bubble gum. And it fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it made me really second guess my shit. Right, and right. so I would um, that year I went home and I was just like, man, why is my shit bubble gum to him? And right. so I really started, yeah. So I really started diving into his music more, and I'm like, oh shit, this man's like these cadences, like mm. the way he's wording this shit, right? So he's like, I'm glad you liking it. I went back to Chicago months later. He's like. I'm glad you fuck with the music. Let me show you where this shit come from. Right. And we went down a fucking insane, massive abyss. <laughs> yeah, you know, like treacherous hole, man. Like yeah, yeah. Starting with like Rakim and Cool G and mm-hmm. KRS. Like my, I don't know about none of these people. You right. know what I mean? Like I know about I know about the mainstream artists like. Of course, you know about Dr. Dre. They playing Fuck the Police and the Chronic. And, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he took me down. He took me to the origin of the shit. And then mm-hmm. it eventually got the Nas. So that's his favorite rapper. 
Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? He 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 took me down the road of where Nas got his shit from first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yo, Nas is my favorite rapper. <laughs> as simple as that, man. I was like, that I can relate to this cat, man. Mm-hmm. He's spitting some shit. I, I he in in the way he's so descriptive, man. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's almost unfair. <laughs> on how good he is at that shit. It's true. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So, yeah. So, so yeah, man. Um, that's that's how that's how I got on him, man. Right. Him off, man. That's fascinating. Uh, so when when you hear this album, I'm sure like your love for it has changed over time, right? But like, um, we yeah. have a few categories we like to talk about with each album, and there's five mic moments on classics. There's a few five mic moments. You know. Like, moments of perfection kind of thing right uh, for you right. on this album where are those five ah. mic moments like a song a verse a, uh, an ad lib or like even just like the whole you know kind of thing where, where are they for you is it is it is it wrong for me to say the whole project <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> you know so, so there's no like, skips it's like all all in oh nah nah man i i could never like the first I'm gonna be honest. The first three albums of Nas, mm, mm. no, the 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 first two, then the fourth. Mm. You know what I mean, I had to skip three. I think that's three. I am. Yeah, man. but anyway, mm. it's that 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 Nostradamus is three, right? No, no, Nostradamus is four. It's I am. That's four. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So all right, cool. It's I am. Then Nostradamus. Then um, then I'm still Maddie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. So, yeah. So, the first three albums, there are no skips for me, man. You know what Damn. I mean? Like, mm. not at all, bro. So, um, but I do have favorite moments. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like, I could I could literally put the whole album on right now and let it ride and be cool with how it's riding. Mm-hmm. But Watch Them Niggas, that's one of my joints. That's my favorite song on the entire album. Damn. Um, okay. That's I love that joint. Um, also, I gave you power, man. That's it's one of the craziest songs ever written. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, songs like like shootouts. You know what I mean. Of course, if I rule the world, mm. you know what I mean. It's 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 a joint on there. Like, <laughs> but I gave you power and watch them on my mm. like. My joints, man. Okay, those are my, those are my joints. My bad. Bro. All good. The 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 watch them, watch them. Right. I, I remember what is it he says. I've got a slight twist of line, Ryan. Be chasing down the prime time. This was food for thought, or not, or rather, mind wine. My mind, blew. I was like, "What's mind wine?" You know, I want some mind wine. This is crazy, and you're right. It's the I haven't heard that before. You know, and that is just genius. It's just. Genius and uh yeah my, fa- my favorite my favorite scheme on the entire album man mm. is the second verse the second like the second verse on watch them and like the first I think it's maybe four to six bars mm-hmm. and he was like now how can I perfect this living reckless die for my necklace crime infected driving the Lexus with a death wish you you know what I'm saying it was just like like bro how's this man rhyming so many times bro yeah <laughs> you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah so that's, yo yo nah 
Yeah, no, nah, and, and and still nah. making sense, and still might flipping different things. Like you know, it's easy to rap rap. That's what I love about your work. Again, is you know to rap rap and make things, but to actually say stuff in each little couplet is such a skill, man. It's the the craft. He's been crafting yeah, to get there, yeah. man. And um, yeah, and I also think that it's quite nice to hear him on this where like trap masters, and I think like. You can you, now. I've heard Nas on like Eastern East stuff, almost West Coast, West Coast sounding stuff, mafioso mm-hmm. stuff, and I love how he did change that up on this album. You said there about uh, "I gave you power," like I think that might be the perfect concept track. I don't know. Will you? Uh, there's a lot of great I mean, concept tracks, you, but you do have rewind. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, 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 I would put rewind over "I gave you power." "I gave you power" yeah. would be number two for sure. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just no, had to no, throw no. that in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. absolutely. But yeah. Yeah, I Gave You Power is a, not only is it the, like, dopest concept, concept it's a beautiful, beautiful concept. Mm. Because you can, like, the way he's, like, describing the gun, a person could be in that, that, that place where that gun is. Mm. You know what I mean? Being used being used and you know what I'm saying and mm. having to go to another owner and, and things of that nature and fam- yo yo I, yo when I heard that song man I was like man I say it all the time bro it's not fair that he's that dope <laughs> yeah you know what I mean like yeah. it's it's cr- he's almost not even human yeah you know what I'm saying it's almost like yeah, I, so- I wish he didn't say because he explicitly says it's like I'm a gun. It's like I'm a gun. Yeah. And I know I've heard rumors that the producers like were saying you should probably say it in case people, you know, don't get it. But I almost think if they took that bit out, like you'd still get it. And oh, just perfect storytelling, man. Wow. Man, those pe- people like that, man. Like, shout out to those people that are in the creative process, man. Mm-mm. But if he didn't say it, it was a reason why. He didn't say it's a gun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like even though that song is going to like stand the test of time, man, mm. if he never, if he didn't say it was a gun, oh my God, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think Illmatic is in Harvard, right? Yeah. So, yo, I think that song right there could have really been a class. Yeah. Like that's you know what I mean, like just describing that entire song, man. It's so many things you can take from it, man. Mm. If we were to sit down and literally read all those lyrics, I guarantee, I guarantee you mm. can sub the gun for a, a real person. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just poetic. Yeah. It's super poetic. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And you know the poetry thing you said there, and I I it is. It, it, Nas is that. He is a poet, right? He's a street poet. Absolutely. And I think um, one thing I was listening to again today, and I've heard this track probably thousands of times, like the message, I heard the message again and I was like, yep, yeah, the sting sample. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's got that. I'm straight back where I was when I first heard it. But like, you know, even when he says a class of Zay, make a guy, make a man, Cassius Clay, I remember when that clicked yeah. as a kid, I was like, yeah, oh my God. Like, it, it, just some of my favorite language. 
Yo, 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 just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month. You can get two bonus episodes, including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s and also you get our series focusing on MF Doom and Jay Dilla and also the Wu-Tang Chronicles. Once a month we drop an album review of every single Wu-Tang member. We're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys and right now it's Ghostface. Go in there, get them Ghostface Killer Editions in your catalogue. So get involved, help us grow this show and yes, big yourselves up, enjoy the rest of the episode. Boom. You know what it is for me? It's verse two of the message, right? The sheer beauty of the rhythm his rhyming is, that's essential to my enjoyment of hip hop, if you know what I mean. That second verse on the message, I was saying, right, the beauty of the rhyme, the rhythm of the rhyming, like, you know, when you can just hear someone and you don't even listen to what they're saying anymore, and it's just that enjoyment I've get of just like, oh my God, this is perfect. The way he's rhyming this, that showcases yes. Nas as a goat. Like, you know, when people talk about, okay, what's your argument for someone being a goat? I think right up there is, well, listen to the second verse on the message and tell me someone who makes you feel that like you know when when he's the way he's speaking and man do you know what i love about the message is people talk about the bling rap people talk about bling rap and people talk about like jay-z like you know talking about diamonds all the time the message is pure bling rap and just done so differently to jay-z like it still has that poetry and i think backpackers and like you know people who didn't like bling rap would be like oh i love the message like listen to the lyrics man like he is yeah man going fully into it but yeah the reason why he's like so dope at that, man, just comes and how I know this is because I come from a musical family mm. just like he does. And so like his dad played jazz and things of that nature. So he's a huge jazz head. So he's he's dope with how he arranges and speaks his syllables. It almost sounds like a lead trumpet or or lead saxophone or, or Thelonious on the keys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's it's so mesmerizing, man. And it's like he never lets up. And he never lets up, man. Mm. So I feel you, man. I feel you on that joint, man. Yeah, yeah. No, perfectly put. Absolutely. It seeps through, yeah. man. The parentage, the heritage. Yeah. It's even your music. Like the, it seeps yeah. through like where you've come from and it forms you, right? And um I was listening to uh, Affirmative Action as well the other day, and, and I was just thinking to myself, obviously one of the best posse cuts, but that beat drop, that, uh, there's not many things. You know when AZ comes in and he's just like the oh. best opener in hip-hop ever? Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, he's yeah. like, wow, that guy can open a track, man. Sit back, relax, catch a contact, see if he comes. Yeah, yeah, come on, man, listen. <laughs> hey, AZ... AZ, when people speak of lyricism, man, they need to start putting my boy a little higher. Mm. If he's not, yeah, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, it's a reason why he was on Nas' album and, and, and Jay or somebody else wasn't. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. dude's a different animal, man. So, yeah, that that's a perfect posse cut. Whenever they, whenever Nas and him 
get together, it always puts me in the mood of when I hear Ray and Ghost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I kind of wish they would have like, you know what I mean, put out a project, a real project together. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, or did something like Only Built for Cuban Links and Iron Man where they backed each other up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. Oh, I'm so here for that. So here for that. Because he does. I think there's certain rappers that make just grab your attention. And as soon as he says, react like a Rottweiler, that beat drops. I'm just in and it's like what and then Foxy comes in with the math and you're like <laughs> I remember as a kid just writing the math down like hold on is this is this making any sense I don't know if it's making any sense uh, but you know you just I don't know you just geek out a little bit and uh, uh, but yeah I even heard like it's interesting when you hear The Firm and Cormega's amazing as well like and yep. then you hear like 50 was like, I don't know if that was a rumour or but like 50 was supposed to be in The Firm and you were like that would have made it completely different and I'm kind of yeah. kind of here for it I don't know what you think I'm, 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 yo. If Fifty was part of the firm, bro, but you know what? I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad he didn't, though, because mm. Fifty, Fifty. The reason why I think Az didn't get his just due, mm. and I could be wrong. So whoever's watching this, yo, feel free to hit me up and set me straight. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I feel like he was over overpowered by Nas's charisma and and and. And quietness, but still a like straight up dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think he was like, I think AZ then it was almost like you had to play se second to that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't think Nas did it intentionally. You know what I'm saying? I don't think AZ knew it would happen like that, but mm. Nas was like that ace in the hole. You know what I'm saying? And I think AZ is like that first. It's just Nas got. Now it's got the, I guess, the opportunity first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, life works like yeah, that. Man. Life works like that yeah. sometimes, man. Like it's crazy to think. That's another thing. Listening to this album when it first came out because it was so different to Illmatic in its kind of presentation. And like, uh, actually, I remember the Steve Stout saying some of the marketing was crazy. Like they were handing out notebooks of like. To, for, for, for journos to like write in as in it was written and he was like doing dropping like mixtapes in with them and i don't know steve stout was on an, on another level but the thing i yeah. love the thing i love about like when nas is doing this on this level it's like the trap mass there is no super team of producers there is no primo yeah. pete rock q-tip you know large professor yeah. like to leave that that's quite a brave move like i'm sure he could have oh, kept, yeah. right i don't know what you think but how do you feel that's brave right I mean, yeah, and I and I and I and I accept that shit and I love that shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm on the side of that. Like people could like argue. So people were like, yo, how are you gonna outdo win a black hand? And I then I come back with a completely different producer. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I added kicks and drums to it now instead of just the sample loops. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as long as you're skilled, poetic MC like Nas, man. Man, your fans are going to be there for it no matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He says it in one of his rhymes. He was like, they don't come to me because of the beats. They come to me They come to me for what I say. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people like, yo, Nas is on. Um, the way he chooses beats is crazy. I'm like, man, there's something wrong with y'all, man. <laughs> like, yeah. why you even, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I understand you want to feel the beat and all that, but. That guy is the lead instrument, man. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, man. It's funny. It's a funny thing, because I remember when one Mike was dropping, he's dropping tracks on, like, about fast food with Buster. Throughout his career, he's dropped tracks that are like you can say all you want about the beats but this track is unbelievable and he's i don't know what you yeah. what do you think to magic and king's disease and stuff like that how are you feeling those track the the projects that he's been dropping so i i enjoy king's disease one i enjoyed it mm. i was like okay he's on to something mm-hmm. um you know what i'm saying um this is fresh off not see it so like mm. and I kind of like that album. You know what I mean? Same like, here, a little I like, bit. I kinda yeah, like it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I like that album. It was it was it sounded like Nas was really trying to figure out how he was gonna maneuver today's game on yeah. Nazi. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And mm. and I I'm one of the guys that enjoys the struggle and the hunger and the artists because even on that album. You can still hear that Nas is hungry on Nasir. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, so after Nasir King Disease dropped, I'm like, okay, I Hit Boy is pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Not the, not a huge Hit Boy fan, but mm-hmm. he's dope as shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, okay, let's yeah, all right, bet. So I was just waiting. And then I saw on on his Instagram, yo, dropping King Disease too. And I saw the cover. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, this shouldn't be the one. Without even hearing the joints. So, you know what I mean? So when King Disease 2 dropped, I was like, man, this shit is crazy, man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like mingling with the new cats. You know what I'm saying? I was happy finally him and Eminem did a joint. Right, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and then Magic dropped, and then I was just like, really like sucked back into the man's world again mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying magic mm-hmm. magic is like his um like what his i am was then to now does yeah, that make sense yeah yeah i feel you yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so like it was a perfect album the beats yo hit boy snapped on the beats mm-hmm. every beat yeah Man, my my favorite joint on there is Woo for the Children. <laughs> yeah. I love that song, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Goats, so, share, yeah, goats showing love to other goats as well is just something I'm completely here for. Like yeah. this culture, yeah, me too, man. there's been too much like, I don't know, man. I don't, maybe I'm t- sounding a bit old now, but there's a lot of violence and like disconnect and just shit that's hard to here like even i um, forget pack biggie i'm talking like even like in tribe i love tribe called quest and even hearing how they had you know had their breakups and stuff like that and like i, I just sometimes feel like i'm so nice that when the love <coughs> is being shared and um again i like that now with newer cats doing their thing the peers yeah. like i will have to talk about you in cities of eve at some point because that that for yeah. me that that combo right there there's something about that combo that i think is very special yo what up y'all this is dj Premier, and you're checking out the crate 808 
Podcast. Hey, yo, 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 this is your boy Farrell March, and right now you are rocking live with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, what's up? This is Del, the funky homo sapien, down with hieroglyphics, the funk pimp. Come on here for some good shit. Yes, yes, you're rocking with the best. This is the one and only Just Blaze. Right now you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. This is Open Mike Equal, and you are currently rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, peace and love to this homeboy Sandman, and you're rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. It's the place to be. So good for you. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor Nelson, your R&B ambassador, talking all things R&B and hip-hop on the Crate 808 podcast. Hey, yo, yo, check it out. Mr. Rapper Big Pooh. And I need you, 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 and you to make sure you check out this week's episode of the Crate 808 podcast. Tell everybody the rapper says so. Go back to Nas. Do, do you think some of those track albums could get top five for you? Like top five favorite Nas albums? Is Magic in there? Is Kings of Z's in there? KD2? All right. So there's an album after the like, Life is Good is in my mm. top five. That album is phenomenal. Now yeah. that was like some, it was written Illmatic, but like on some like grown, he's not like in his 20s no more. Yeah. He's like in this time frame, and it was like all of that jammed into one. Mm. I felt like he was just in a completely different space. He was just getting over that shit with police or whatever and, and all of that. So he went in on that album. So I said that to say this. I listen to Magic every other day, man. You know what I mean? It's kind of like what I did to Life is Good. You right. know what I'm saying? So, so um, I think Magic is eventually going to be in that top five, man, because I, I love it's it's like a different not it's not the same complex Nas but it is mm. complex Nas mm. you know what I'm saying yeah. Nas a little too I don't want to I I don't know how he feels mm. but since he doesn't do it like he used to as far as like like the scheming rhyme schemes continuously rhymes back to back to back cat mm. that 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 you know what I mean yeah I yeah. guess he like. He's finding a different pocket, but it's still complex at the same time, though. Mm. Because he'll snap back into that shit real quick, then hop right back out of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And how so, yeah. how comfortable does he sound doing it? You know when he's like Yeah, he's oh, super comfortable. So amazing. Like to hear someone so you know, like swagger. I suppose it's when people saw Jordan play, or like over here in football, we got Messi playing, or if you're watching tennis, it's Roger Federer, whatever it is. But you know when you see someone who's so good at what they do, they can switch it up on a dime and you're like, yeah, I, I, yeah. okay. You know, and, and I think there's yeah. a lot of that, a lot of that he's got in the new albums that I'm absolutely here for, man. I love to hear him rap on the joint with him and ASAP, uh, the new wave joint. New wave gods. Like, yeah, new wave gods and Primo on the beat. <laughs> and like, just how like, yo, that hook that he did, man, that's some up-to-date type hooks. And and it still sounded smooth to me. It still sounded like, mm. yo, yeah, Nas can get away with that. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, he the, he the GOAT. You know what I mean? That's so, it. That's it. I love that. I love that. So on on the album then, we've talked about like our five moments, our favourite moments. I gave you power, obviously incredible. Uh, And I think another thing I love to do with, uh, especially albums that you know front to back, would you say there's any tracks off of here that are more like hidden gems? So like tracks that probably you love, but you think deserve a bit more shine generally. I I know you said shootouts there, right? That's one of mine. Because the intro to that, 
my neck is not surviving every time. Like every time that intro, it's like, oof, go straight in. I love it. But yeah. But but shootouts was shootouts was the joint in New York though I heard oh, so he okay. got his just do I feel okay like, I, I could be wrong I could be getting wrong information but I heard that was a, like a little street joint Love but for me the song that I I've heard that people are disappointed with and really didn't feel and I'm just like y'all are insane <laughs> Nas is coming okay the Dr Dre joint right. Um, Talk to me. That's a that's that's a sleeper, man. Okay, that's a sleeper. <laughs> and, and, yo, I, I remember how I felt when I heard X is coming by DMX, mm-hmm. and I really felt like that nigga might be really coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When, yeah. I, when I when I heard that for the first time, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit! Now I was trying to let it be known, like, mm. yo, I'm this dude. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. Schemes is his wordplay on that shit, man. <laughs> so this is this is how I know. Um, I was talking to City Aviv about this mm. maybe a couple weeks ago. Mm. When I really like some shit, I can't remember the whole song. You know what I'm saying? And I, I found out. I found out why because it's a joint that I'm gonna have to keep going back to because I gotta learn it because it's so complex. Wow. I, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. I listen to some shit, you know what I'm saying? I can't, you know what I'm saying? There's no disrespect to, oh, he's a goat, but mm. I can learn his shit. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I can learn his shit. Yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nas, man, like, when it's on, I know. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, but saying them, it's just like, yo, <laughs> it's insane, bro. So like, <laughs> when I'm like that about people's music, like I'm like that about most deaf, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. Raekwon, you know what I'm saying? I'm like that about a few MCs, man. So, but that Nas is coming mm. that people need to sit down and read those lyrics because I'm that type of guy. I want you know to now. I want it. I want to <laughs> yeah. go back now and do that because <laughs> yeah. it's, for me, I I think the beat's sick. I'm not a fan of the hook, but yeah. I, I, I love the other stuff around it. And I don't know, it always sat out. Uh, I'm kind, I'm not a hater at all. I, I actually, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, track with Dre and Nas, I'm always going to have some affection for it. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I just find it funny that it is that kind of track that does get a bit of, you're right. It does get, it doesn't get the, it doesn't get the love a lot of people give it, but I don't know, man. A I lot think, of people say, go a lot of people say they hate that hook and I wasn't too fond of the hook mm-hmm. until I got a little older and I started like thinking on why the hood hook existed because okay. it was Nas, it was Nas allowing himself to be sucked into Dr. Dre's world. You know Dr. Dre got that damn choir to say, nah, it's coming. Yeah, you know yeah, saying? yeah. Like, that sounds like some West Coast shit. Mm-hmm. And during that time, you got the East and the West Coast beef. So it just, when I got older, it made more sense to me. I was like, okay, he mm. was just letting it be known. Like, I fuck with the West Coast. I, yo, yeah. fuck all that shit. I'll let this man do this whole track and I'll just spit over it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good so point. I, I kind of like, I kind of like started to like look at that hook a little different. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Yeah. No, absolutely. The context is massive as well. And you're right. Like, no, people weren't doing that. In 96, is the heat was up. The temperature was <laughs> up, bro. And it's like, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. And uh, it is very West Coast. And again, like I said earlier, it's just so good to hear Nas doing a bit of, like hearing him on a West Coast. Like, 
it's good I, I, and it works well in the album i suppose as well i think um because the album is quite smooth as well compared to illmatic's like hard like jaggedy like in you're in but it's still got smooth moments mm-hmm. but i think like on this it's just like i don't know if it's aged better or not but it's aged well it's aged really well because of that if you know what i mean street dreams yeah like, you know what i mean yes yeah. street <laughs> dreams is insane you know what i'm saying um ah, uh, what's the joint what's my joint Suspect witness don't come outside. Suspect, yeah, 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 yeah. Suspect. suspect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might get your shit. Dear God, I want the riches. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. listen, man. Yeah, yeah. That, the reason why I think, okay, so this is, I get into a lot of debates, man, about Illmatic, and it was written, man, Mm-mm. and I just keep trying to tell people, like, dude. Illmatic might be the greatest album of all time. Mm-hmm. Just because of him being the age he was and how descriptive and how you can literally see everything he was saying. Mm-hmm. You can do that on Illmatic. I mean, it was written, but the difference is Nas almost didn't have to do anything else after Illmatic. Yeah. He could have been one of those guys that was just like, just you know what I'm saying? I don't have to do shit else. Yeah. But for him to even attempt to match that <laughs> Illmatic intensity just made me love the album. It was written even more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it kind of, it's kind of like a, I mean, it's almost unfair to say this about Illmatic. It's just like, yo, I mean, you don't even have to mention Illmatic. Illmatic is what Illmatic is. Mm-mm, you know what mm-mm. I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm with. Well, that's why I think Illmatic doesn't have an age. It was written, continues to age, and it ages well. Does yeah. that make sense, fam? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. I love the way you've broke that down. Mm. I was listening to, because you talk about Illmatic, and I think there's one track on it, Take It In Blood, right? That Take It In Blood, mm-hmm. I think there's moments in that. It, it, first of all, it reminds me of Illmatic. Like, it's got the twinkling keys. It's got like, you know, but then now it's got gunfire light in there and all that. But I think there's um, one line in it. There's actually a few lines in it that are very Illmatic. But there's one line that stood out to me because it made me think, talking to Luca, this line is very, like, it's almost, this is the embryo from where you, some of the some of the stuff I love in your work, where he says psychic evaluation, the foulest lation we're living in, and then it ends it with a lifestyle on bad streets is patternized. And he does this whole little bit. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. like, you know, that blew my mind as a kid. Now I'm hearing you talk on stuff like virus and, you know, all, all the stuff you've done. It's like, damn, I'm, I'm hearing that few lines, but you've made it like just your kind of, it's in your DNA a little bit, if you know what I mean. Yes, man. Um, Taking in blood, taking in blood is like one of the, like, it's, it's a slept on song too, mm-hmm. but not as slept on as um, Nas is coming. Mm-hmm. Taking in blood is like absolutely insane, man. <laughs> it's like, I need to sit down. And, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a line on there. I really can't think of. Just, this is what I'm talking about right here. Man. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. Man. But when the song comes on, I know. It. Let me, let me, let me try to jog your memory with some of my favorite bits. Cause I think take it in blood has some of the best Nas earworms. You know, that earworm there's a, where he says, my actions are one with the seasons, a tech squeezing executioner, wintertime, a rockerfer mega popular center of attraction like what how are you what's the right 
but the way you what are you think what are you thinking of, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like you know what are you thinking of? What are you yeah. thinking of? And like, yeah, man, I just think his third verse on there is one of my favorite Nas verses just all time, man. Like that is the patternized bit. That's the bit, you know, where he's, you know, mind elevation, dime sack lacing, you know, court pen pacing. Like this is cinematic stuff. Like he's talking court pen yeah. pacing. Like that, you know, just those three words like give you a whole life. It's crazy. It's crazy. I wanna I wanna say something about the three verses, man. You just made me think like Nas is the only person whose third verses were just as good as the first two. <laughs> he's up there. <laughs> He's up yeah. there. I think yeah, Ghost Ghost there is sure. really good. That Ghost oh, is really good. Yeah, at that. thanks. Yeah. yeah, Ghost is Ghost a new another level too, man. <laughs> but <laughs> you know but I'm man? with you. I am with you, Nas. On this, yeah. some of his best yeah. bits are in the end of the track. You know what? The you know what I mean. Yeah. So absolutely. And I think um, yeah, I just think live. We talked about live end rap. The Mob Deep thing. That was a thing as well. Like, oh, that live and rap sounds like it should be on Hell on Earth, if you know what I mean. But um, again, Nas's last verse is just all killer, no filler. Like that that verse as well, curriculum of a mythologist, deep throats trying to swallow this anthropologist, dynasties of great knowledge are preserving my dome. And you're like, oh my, again, I'm, I'm reading you're books. I'm reading books whilst I'm like hearing him rhyme. Like you think I've learned, like, you know, like when you download the Matrix and he downloads like Kung Fu, and it's like that. It's, oh, I know Kung Fu in the Matrix. It feels like this. Oh. It's like you hear a Nas verse, you think, oh, yeah, I know the ancient history of Egypt kind of thing. It's just mad. It's crazy. But yeah. Man, I used to um, print off um, lyrics and put them in a binder and actually read them like books. Whoa. And I had like, like Nas's like, like own up to maybe Stillmatic or no. God's son, man. I had all of that shit in a in a in a in a black binder when I was in middle school. You were writing it and, out? Uh, no, no. So I would go to the the South Memphis Library and print them off. Right. And like, yeah, yeah, and um, punch holes in them and put them in a black binder. And like, they used to keep me inside the house and out of trouble because I used to read people like him and Scarfaces mm. and Slick Rick. And and um I can name I can yo most Dell fucking mm. a trial called Quest. I used to print out Project Pat's lyrics and like really like actually see and it's read you're reading the shit like a book. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like Nas Nas is like ad, the way he like describes things is like no other man. Yeah, and same thing with Scarface though. Scar Scarface can describe the sh yo. Hundred percent, yeah, absolutely, yeah. About yeah. that's what I'm talking about, man. When you find people who can do that, who can put you in a different mind state to you know regular shit as well. Like, how many tales by 1996 have we heard from the street in hip hop? So many, but these guys are still doing it in a way where you're like, damn, like that's that's just the way you're saying that is uh, like, what is it? Um, young early eighties throw rocks at the crazy lady. I'm now in your street with you in yeah. the 80s, yeah. throwing rocks at a crazy. And you think, oh shit, like, you know, we had crazy old people in our villages. And you have that weird little idea of, I kind of know what you're talking about, but I've never been there. And it's a, I've always said this, man, Illmatic's one of the best of them, but a great hip hop album is like a passport, man. Like your shit. Your shit is the same, bro. 
Hey, what's up? This is Black Thought, and you are now rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. This is Stretch Armstrong. Ooh-wee. My name is Bobby Garcia, a.k.a. Cool Bob Love. You're now listening to Crate 808. Hey, yo, what up, y'all? This is Prince Paul, and you're rocking with Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, it's EV Evidence, Dilated Peoples. You're rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast, my favorite shit. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Master Ace from Brooklyn, New York, and you're checking out the Crate. 808 podcast real hip hop like we need to talk about like when, when a black hand touches you like just that is me going into a different world man I don't know you know and uh, I mean let's talk on it I've got I know we've got to talk about it it was written we have I think I think you know we know that album is amazing but if we go into Thank your you, but if we go into <clears throat> your work though bro like for me um, I hear you say what was it I heard you say about? Yeah, you made when the black hand touches you as a blueprint for your son, uh, kind of to show him that these are the world's ills. And I just thought, which albums kind of did that for you? Which albums did that for you? Though you mm. thought, right, you know that that showed me what the uh, world's really like. Okay, so we know the first two, Illmatic, it was written for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Scarface is the diary. Right. Um, untouchable. Mm-hmm. Um, um, ghetto boys till um, um, resurrection yeah. joint. Yeah. Um, till death do us part. Ghetto boys. Mm. Project Pat, Mister Don't Play, Play a Fly. Um, the game owe me. Mm-hmm. That man, it's it's a lot of them, man. Like you know what I mean. So my. You know, me and my pops, we're super, super, super close now. I love them, love them to life. Mm-hmm. But, like, there was a point in my life where, like, you know what I'm saying, we were lacking on communication. You know what I mean? He wasn't present. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I had those albums kind of, like, teach me how to maneuver in the world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, once I found out I was having a son, man, like, because I found out I was having a son during Chicken Wire. And I was just like, oh. all right. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I really need to like really be mindful of how I'm coming mm. on, on, on these songs and, and, and actually say something, even though that's, that's what I do in my music anyway, but mm. it became more urgent for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't be fucking around no more. So mm-hmm. then came when the black hand touches you. Damn. And uh, that that's deep, man. And I love the drive behind it. Being a dad myself, like I don't know, you think, what can I leave you? I want you to be able to survive in this world without me. But what can I leave you to kind of when I'm not here? And I just think, man, yeah. there's a lot of mortality to that, man. There's a lot of a lot of all that. And I love, and again, that makes me think of your, especially as I'm listening to your work, kind of during a pandemic. So it's like. I am thinking about life and death a lot more. I ain't listen. I, I won't think about life and death this much until you know. Yeah. And that's because I'm privileged and have circumstances around me where I don't need to. So you can't have this weird cushioning, and that's why I love hip hop because right. it gives you the angle. It gives you that people don't have it all yeah. like this. Do you know what I mean? Like this, this fragile as shit, man. Life is fragile. Um, oh, facts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and that's the I find the beauty in the fragility sometimes. Again, comes into some of your work. I need to ask you a few questions. I've just been begging to ask you though. Like Ammo Ammo Pearl, just brilliant. But there's a vocal sample at the end of Ammo Pearl that is stuck in my head. That that track is brilliant. 
there is a vocal sample at the end of that track that has been stuck in my head since I, since I heard it. Break that down for me, like where you found it, what what it means, like why you what 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 hit you about it? Where you thought I need that on there? I just stumbled on that damn loop. I mean, on that sample, man. Just mm -hmm. going like sometimes I just like let, let YouTube channels play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let YouTube channels play, and I caught that. I was like. Okay, hold on. There's something there. Yeah, yeah. At first, it didn't sound like that at all. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it had it had more of like just the instrumentation minus the voice. Mm -hmm. And then I started freestyling over it. And then I made a mistake and then chopped something properly so it played the next well the part that you hear now. Oh right. <laughs> so I was like. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. I was like, yo, that's a little smooth right there. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. yeah. I, I, I was like, all right, cool. I'm, so, you know what I mean? Back in the day, you know what I mean? Especially in the 90s, man, you know what I'm saying? People like Nas, Project Pack, Ghetto mm. Boy, Scott, they used to have at least one track for the women. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I was kind of just like mm. using that formula. And I was just like, man, let me. I'm from Memphis, man. So we get low down and dirty with the with the content. So I'm gonna really take it there with it. Yeah. But in a poetic, not disrespectful way. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you a, a woman can listen to it and not feel, you know what I mean, a way about it mm. just because of how I think I'm like flowing the words and delivering it. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was just a track, like I was just like, yo, it's a must to do do something for the ladies, you know what I mean? So I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. I love that track. I think the Negro Pie is another one. Like I don't yeah. know what what when you're making stuff like that, especially again with the vocals up at the end, and like you know, just things that kind of take you into almost black poetation, and like I don't know, like it's just incredible. Like for you, what were you striving for when you were making something like Negro Pie? Man, I'm I'm a sucker for like the vocals being in the background of me rapping. And it's just because of my history. Mm. Like um, when my family would get to, together, like they would always like sing in harmony and do a lot of oohs and ahs and mm. like singing oats, like doing the background vocals of the Motown classics. Yeah. And in my head over there, I'm freestyling to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. like, I'm like, man, I wish I could like flip that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I, so on my next project, man, my uncle, my uncle and my moms are gonna be doing background vocals for a lot of the joints. I'm trying to re big. revisit some of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's big. Um, yeah, so I'm just a once I hear it, like I'm I'm always looking for certain keys. I like mm. melodic keys. Mm. I like it's 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 kind of hard to like find something that's melodic, but that but it doesn't depress you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I like to think I have an ear for that, where like I can find something so melodic and what people may consider super dark, but. It really doesn't sound like that if you take a second listen. It sounds triumph almost. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Succeeding progression and things of that nature. So songs like Negro Pie, man, that's that was one of those songs. When I heard it, I was like, all right, easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, once I hear those vocals, it does something to me. Yeah. It's, it's funny, man. 
The cities of Eve, he like he'll be sit, he'll send me some beats, man. I'm like, bro, send me some shit, man. Like, stop playing. And he like, yeah, I know you want those fucking vocals. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. He knows. But he yeah, does them man. well. Cities of Eve does do those yeah. vocals well as well. That's the yeah. thing. Oh, man. Just, yeah, absolutely. I think that's interesting when you talk about Cities of Eve because we talk about, like, why look up Gods in the Mirror and Cities of Eve stuff as well. Like, first of all, why look up Gods in the Mirror? Probably one of the best album titles. Just, just, straight away i was like what a title what where was that coming from where was that coming from for you when i was coming up man like we would go to certain classes it was called etymology class Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it was it was more than just learning etymology etymology you know what i mean it was Mm -hmm. just people being just higher learning almost and we all used to greet each other as gods and Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and of course like you know what i'm saying i've went into the Wu-Tang shit, studied some of the 5% Nation shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Never actually joined it, but of course I read about it, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and I admired the movement mm-hmm. and I just took a lot, took a lot, took some of the teachings and applied them to my life, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So um, around the time I was making that album, after When the Black Hand Touches You, I, I felt I felt like my best self. And I used to like, yo, yo, this is God level to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was just like, all right, cool. I know where I want to go with my next album because now I know why I'm rapping, which is to attack generational trauma. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my that's one of my angles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was like, yo, what's what's something that can make a per- person feel challenged, a little uneased? Mm. You know what I mean, and 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 how can I like show that I'm releasing my demons on this album? Mm. Because that's what the entire album was about. It was like, hey, on Black Hand, even though it's 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 a um, it's a blueprint for my son. It's a blueprint to life, mm. and I and I talk about how to get out of certain things. And I just felt like on my next project, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't get off some shit. So let me let me free shit. So I can practice what I'm preaching and teaching. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And why look up? God's in the mirror came about because it was just like, yo, why are you looking up, praying to something you can't see? You know what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, look in the mirror, yo. You can't. You you create and destroy too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can create and manifest your way out of certain situations, and you, just like you created your way in. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You. You're your own destruction, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like, it's a challenge for people to take a look at themselves and really just be like, yo, I have the ability to create and destroy and make shit happen, man. Let, let's do it. Like, yeah. release this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's how that came about, man. Damn, that's deep. That's deep. But your music is, and for people who haven't heard Lucas' music, go out there and check it because you're getting, um, f- for me, the lyricism is so on point, the flow, the beats are sick and when i'm hearing stuff like the way to damascus it's making me feel like on there you're really unraveling layers of like and you said a generational trauma like generational stuff that's been you know embedded in these communities and i think you even like say about like destruction is our addiction and stuff like that and it's really powerful stuff for you how important is it to like keep helping reshape that narrative of your community and people you grew up with and the future of that. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, man, it's, it's super important, man. It's, it's number one on the list besides taking care of my family mm. because I have a son who's going to eventually, when I'm not around, have to experience some of these traumas just because that's the nature of the culture, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's more urgent that I speak on it because life is becoming short while seeing my kids life become long you know what i mean i don't know if that makes sense yeah no I you know feel what I'm you. Saying? but mm-hmm. yeah so it's just like I, i'm gonna I'm keep that narrative because it's super important and i want them to know like hey you can overcome this some of this shit we don't have control over mm-hmm. but with me around and me teaching you certain shit and like if i'm not here you can go back to these albums man and you can just listen to how to maneuver Mm. through shit and learn the history of where it came from yeah you know what i'm saying like i mean that's what i'm doing on my next album like this this next album is like um letting them know where the trauma it's for their future selves so like if they were Mm. some shit you just can't children can't escape because it's passed down without even knowing Mm. so i want my kids to if I'm not around, you know what I mean? Like they could go back and listen to this album that I'm making right now and literally find out their dad's entire history from when my mom and dad met each other. Mm -hmm. And they'll find out all the traumas and where it happened and why it might be happening to them. This Mm -hmm. is how you deal with this. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So it's more of a personal album on this go round. So Mm. that's, I'm always find ways to sneak that narrative or changing that narrative mm. in my music. You mm. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's real important to me. I, I, I love that, man. And I'm so glad that you're here doing that because I think a lot of that stuff you said there about marrying early, you said like about how you love like vocals and like uh, stuff that shouldn't sound kind of harrowing, but it is. And there's that conflict in your music of that. And man, like I hear like agony in the garden this morning and I was like that is truly harrowing and but the way you do it is 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 interesting man it's like oh yeah no but we do get we do get this other way of saying it so yeah man I just I don't know if I'm putting it really well into words but I just I yeah I big up your work and people go out there and check it what so let me get this then straight because we talked about Cities of Eve a little bit is there anything uh-huh. new come with Cities of Eve and also for people who don't know who Cities of Eve is what do you think he's bringing to hip-hop right now that no one else is doing okay so yeah um, me and Cities of Eve um we currently rap about our joint album you know what I mean okay but we're 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 artists in our own right so like once we have like ideas that's about us individually, mm. you know what I mean? The group stuff kind of like, all right, hold on, I got to get this out. You know what I mean? For so, sure. But I'm always be on his stuff and he's always going to be on my stuff. Like he has um, a lot of the production on the next one. Okay. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, um, I'm back producing on it and um, it's, it's, it's going to be a crazy one. But um, as far as cities, man, cities is like everything the game truly wants to be which is free. Like, even the illest cats of all time, man, they weren't necessarily free because during those times, man, those labels, man, they were controlling shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cities is the complete opposite of being controlled, man. 
And like, there's still people being controlled to this day. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and cities is a perfect, I mean, when I first met him, um, I was just like, yo, that man is a perfect representation of somebody who's free. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not just like free, like don't give a fuck or don't have any like rules and regulations about himself as a man or whatever, but just free though. Like, yo, I'm going to do this because this is the way I want to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Fuck what you want to think and fuck with you. Yeah, you know I mean, he's one of those guys, man, I admire him for it. So, yeah. that's what he brings to the game besides his fucking genius. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That ethos. He, he, he's a, yeah, he's a fucking genius, man. So, um, more than meets the eye with that guy for sure, man. His mind is always going, bro. So, mm-hmm. like, that's the brother, man. He actually keeps, we, our energy is just so insane, man. It's just like, we we talk about it all the time. It was just like he was like he dropped crashing sound, and I came back, and I was just like, "Yo, how I, how the fuck I'm gonna you know what I'm saying match that?" And so mm-hmm. I come back with "Why look up?" And then he felt the same way about "Why look up?" And so then he comes with "Man plays the horn," and it just keeps going and going and going. So it's just like. <laughs> We always sparking something in each other. And it's never just like also like, yo, I'm trying to be better than you. It's just like, mm. yo, you're making me have to dig deeper. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So like, um, that's 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 the kind of relationship he and I have. But so, it as yeah. a recipient, as just a fan, it's beautiful. Cause I'm getting just so much great stuff. Like, and yeah, just yeah, steel, steel sharp and steel, man. And it's uh yeah, it's, it's great. It's absolutely great. But look, Luca, man, uh, I'm so glad we got to talk Nas, we got to talk 90s with you, we got to talk about your music and you and Cities as well. Um, I, I I wish you everything but the best, like going forward. I want to see what this new album's got cook, cooking. Uh, I'm looking, I'm ready, I'm ready for it. And uh, and yeah, man, just also like you know, anytime the doors are open, if you ever want to jump back on, you know, we're here for it. I enjoyed this, man. You know, like <laughs> yeah, this is the first time, like actually, like getting to talk about some like hip-hop my favorite hip-hop you know what i'm saying so i really i really enjoyed this man it's it's a beautiful conversation thank you for having me thank you for accepting my little baby boy man oh bro beautiful yeah bro (laughs) big up big up yeah yeah, man i love that i love that absolutely uh i was was gonna just ask you then like what i ask everyone before they leave uh luca it could be old could be new but what is the last great piece of music you heard could be old, could be new. Um, Stevie Wonder, the songs in the key of life. Oh, man, you pulled that out. The like, yeah. There's no, yeah. You're right. That's that's probably is. That, <laughs> that album is a lot of Stevie Wonder and Thelonious Monk has been played throughout this album's process. Right. So, um, um, interesting. Thelonious Monk is one of my favorite musicians of all time. Me and Cities, we had this thing where it was like, yo, yeah, man, I see you, Miles. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're Miles Davis. I, that's what I be telling Cities. Yeah, I see, you know what I'm saying? And I'm Thelonious, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, how, that's how we be maneuvering sometimes. But, but yeah, man, so the song's in the key of life, man. Like, mm. it's crazy because eventually, not too long ago, 
I found out that's my mom's favorite album. Oh wow! Yeah, um, we was I, I was on the phone with her, and I was like, "Mom, one of the greatest albums of all time." And I forgot about it was the song of "The Key of Life." She said, "You do know that's my favorite album of all time." I was oh, like, <laughs> and it, and I just started revisiting my childhood, and it was just like, "Yo, this joint was really being played. This was that's why I, that's why I'm attached to it. It was yeah. it was a theme song to my my upbringing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, man, that." That album is phenomenal. I want to create a piece like that. So that's that's the road I'm on. Bro, so, I yeah. have faith in you to do that. I do. I think there's something special brewing. I hope people are checking this out as well. And just, yeah, man, like Memphis as well. Wow, big up. Let's go. I mean, you know, it's, it's just great Peace, to hear man. new voices. Great to hear new voices. And yeah, man, just keep smashing it, bro. 